1: What? <laughs> Seeming almost 2 haven't had this sort of
0: challenge in some time. Not likely to again. There. Hello, welcome to another episode of Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we re-watch movies and TV shows from oh, a while ago. Let's see how they hold up today. I'm, I'm Jay McNabb. Years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jay McNabb, joined as always by Blaine Waters.
2: And Robert Laronde?
0: Yes, I pointed to you like I do in the studio, but I'm just pointing <laughs> to a laptop, so...
2: We both thought <laughs> you were pointing to knew. us.
1: That got awkward fast.
0: <laughs> we are an Entertainment One podcast coming to you to talk about a special movie this week. 1996's Dragonheart, starring Dennis Quaid, a dragon... <laughs> Some CG. Sean Connery in sweatpants doing the voice of that dragon... <laughs>
1: probably recorded it from his bathroom. Right. <laughs> I you think could, I heard a flush at one point. For, for a movie called Dragonheart, his heart was not in it. <laughs> like you could Ooh. tell from the very beginning. You could tell.
0: He was like, you know, some actors have that. He only had half a heart. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> That's kind of like steady easing into retirement where he's, you know... Not doing, you know, he's not going to set, but he's still being in movies kind of for a while. So we talked on our mini episode about when we first saw the movie. Uh, So if you haven't heard that, go and listen to it. Before we get into the rundown, I do want to thank all of our Patreon donors. Those are the people that contribute a few bucks a month to help keep the show going. And uh, we really appreciate it, especially in these troubled times.
2: Yeah, there's no more dragons to slay. So it's been tight. We can't get that gold. So it's nice. <laughs> <And the> c- <laughs> pig's face purse.
0: <laughs> Making jokes because we can't deal with reality. <laughs> uh, I'm so scared. <laughs> but I think we're going to do a special Patreon thing coming up as like a thank you for, especially the people that, you know, have kept donating. There was like a lag between when yeah. when the pandemic kind of took us all out. With the lockdowns Mm -hmm. and forced us to figure out a a home recording situation because, you know, we didn't have mics. We didn't have the wherewithal to figure it out. We were kind of, you know, scrambling in all walks of life. But we're going to get together now. And a lot of people stuck with us on the Patreon. So as a thank you, I think we're going to try to do like a special bonus episode commentary of like a favorite movie or something that would be fun to
1: watch with everybody. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time is in the Indiana Jones franchise, that that third movie there, with Sean Connery himself. So right. I don't know. Maybe we want to do That's, that one.
0: We'll throw it out to a vote. We'll either do Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade or the Decalogue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all kind of felt iffy about... Dragonheart, when we first saw it, I was kind of hoping that it would redeem itself, that I would see something in it now as an adult that I didn't see as a kid. So let's go through it. Uh, let's kind of talk about what happened in Dragonheart. Rob, do you want to run it down?
2: Yeah. So it begins back in the old timey times, England, way yonder back, like. Before the 1980s, like, we're talking, like, way old-timey England. And we see, like this knight and he's sword fighting with this other dude. And this is Dennis Quaid and he is Bowen. He's this knight of the old code, very honorable. And his job is to teach the uh, sort of sniveling prince how to sword fight. And he, he's really serious about this. He, he wants to teach him to be honorable and to uh, follow the old code and also to be a good sword fighter, I guess, is also in there. But so this guy rides up and says that the peasants are doing an uprising thing, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he explains it a little bit better than Rob. Uh, <laughs> in this rundown, you know, it's a revolt or something, and they're going to go put it down, and they want the prince to watch because it'll be entertaining. It's Yo. like Netflix for medieval times.
0: Yo, uh, yeah. If only ne- if only Netflix had like six hours of thwarted peasant uprising
2: <laughs> for us to watch right now. <laughs> yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'd tune in (laughs) but dennis quaid bowen he's not really all for this he thinks it's going to be a slaughter he he thinks it's dishonorable and he he urges the prince whose name is Einan to be a better king when he takes his father's throne that Mm -hmm. being a king is about helping people and nobility and all of that stuff but they go and watch this thing anyway and you know it seems like it seems like this peasant uprising that they're Going to quell is working out pretty
1: well. I mean, one side has uh, swords, right, and the other side has has peasants. So that's, yeah, that's like I mean, a it seems like
2: it seems like it should be like a one sided battle, mm-hmm. but somehow the king gets taken very easily. <laughs> like he gets surrounded by all these villagers. I guess it's difficult for a king because they can move in any direction, but they can only move one space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, should have had the queen in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a bishop. It's would bad help. to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> but the king goes down, and so the, the son, the prince, runs over to his dad, and, who is dead, and he takes the crown off, and the king comes back alive, and uh, he's like, die!
1: <laughs> These, uh, Because what's going to happen in a second is this uh, young, now king, gets hit into a pillar that has a spike on it. W- I
2: think it's a cheese rack,
1: because <laughs>
2: there's there's cheese. It looks like it's smoking yeah. on the uh, on the thing, and I guess all these cheese racks have these deadly spikes.
1: <laughs> so he gets he gets spiked in the heart
2: by a cheese rack. God damn it! And- it's the most undignified royal death in history. <laughs> First to get like taken down by a bunch of smelly peasants. Yeah. Well, these and then
1: this like the cheese rack royal lion is the worst at fighting i've ever seen like they just like charge into some place and all the peasants take them
2: out and then he gets taken out by a cheese rack it's pretty yeah. it's pretty pathetic yeah but um he he does see this girl the last thing he sees is this pretty girl you know <laughs> right. perfectly framed to be very pretty but bowen he he loves the prince and so he rushes in and he carries him back to the castle and he brings him to the queen and he's like there's nothing that can be done. But the queen's like, maybe there is.
0: And that's when she takes him to the pet cemetery.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Close. <laughs> now, they go to a, a creepy old cave, and uh, that's where they see... Um, I mean, they don't really see anything, but mm-hmm. they do hear a voice. And at first, they plead with this voice to help this prince that he's dying but the voice doesn't want to because you know he's sure that he'll follow after his father and be a tyrant and he doesn't want that so but the the queen promises to raise him in his ways and also the knight vouches for him and so he sort of like peels open like the scales on his chest and then there's some sort of like magic that that happens here it's like a like a woo (laughs) and then he's sort of like bathed in light it's like ET for dragons yeah yeah, he, he the the prince is like bathed in light in and ecstasy, and then uh, he's better, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and he, and like, they...
0: yeah, he gives him like half his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but Which this is what I, him. I, this is what I don't understand. I mean, like a human heart is like the size of like two fists, right? Mm-hmm. And like a whale heart, because uh, like a blue whale is like a larger creature, it needs a bigger heart. It's like as big as like a VW car, right? Yeah. So like. Wouldn't half a dragon heart be, like, two feet wide? <laughs> it just has, like, a, a drag-
1: huge goiter out his side. It's like, this is my other heart.
2: I'm good. I need to carry it around in
1: a sack. Uh,
0: not if the dragon is a Republican. Uh. <laughs> okay? All right. Thanks, everybody. That's been rewatchability <laughs> for this week. Can we but- pause for a second and just talk about... Dennis Quaid's
1: voice. Yes. This is what I want His accent and his. like, yeah. He tries to be all grovelly. And this is why ah, I'm white right now. Arrgh. I'm a knight.
0: <laughs> well, he. But he doesn't do an accent. Like, no. he's he's going full yeah. Kevin Costner uh, in, in Robin Hood. And he's decided not to do an accent, but he's got this he weird kind of like self conscious like thing. Wait's impression. Yeah. It's almost. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it felt so like self-conscious like it felt like i don't know if you guys have gone to england but i feel like when i go to england like i'm not gonna start talking in a english accent but i have that like self-conscious thing where it's like now i'm not gonna talk in an english accent but my does my voice sound normal like i'm just gonna keep talking like it felt like everything he said he wasn't sure if he should be saying it that way and it kind of came out sounding a little like (laughs) in the end
2: it's just kind of like this. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'll protect the kid. Okay. Hey, try Again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange choice for sure. It. Yeah. It was
1: just confusing. It. It. It felt kind of like a sketch of itself. Like it was already parroting itself before it became big.
2: Yeah. Weird. Voice. But so the the prince is better. But you know, not five minutes after he promised to not be a dick anymore, he is being a dick. He's like ready to <laughs> gouge out eyes. Which is not a very cool thing to do if you're the king. I love how they're like, we promise he won't be bad. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: you can't make that promise. Like, look at him. It's literally, it's it's 10
0: seconds later in the movie. He's just like, he's like, that dragon heart has renewed my thirst for eye gouging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The weirdest part about about this whole thing is that Bowen, who, I don't know how smart this guy is. He's like, oh, this kid... That is copying what his dad did and is becoming worse uh, because he was raised by his dad must have turned evil from the heart the dragon gave him. It's just like a huge leap in logic. I'm like, how do you think the dragon the dragon was like promise he won't be a dick he's like i think the dragon made him a dick he's like obviously so the dragon <laughs>
2: yeah. they didn't have so much of the science back then <laughs> whenever something bad happened or someone got sick they were like ah oh, there's a devil in me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get the leeches.
0: Get the but leeches. also, there was a scene where, like, there where Dennis Quaid takes him to like the the peasant uprising, and it was like, see, this is like really bad. Like, bloodshed yeah. is bad. It's wrong to kill these peasants. And like, he's Eiden says something to the effect of like, I kind of like all these peasants getting killed. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he's he given no
2: reason to suspect that he wouldn't be a tyrant. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. he blames yeah. the dragon. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I love his rage out moment where he goes to the cave and it's sort of like all the anger that Kevin Bacon has when he does like the angry dancing and Footloose. But he's just like, <laughs> right. you lied to me, dragon! <laughs> <laughs> <Rah>! <laughs> yeah. But then a whole bunch of time passes and so Bowen has sort of Continued his life as a wandering dragon slayer, slaying dragons for bags of gold. And we see him slaying this dragon for a bag of gold, which the uh, village doesn't give him. And he's also sort of hanging out with Pete Postle He's in this movie. Oh, yeah.
0: Say, sorry, say that again. Postle
1: <laughs> Okay, perfect. We got it that time.
2: Yeah. And and he kills this dragon, um, and then he goes on to fight the other one, which is the Sean Connery dragon, and he tells him that he's the last dragon, and so that's a big thing. And they fight for, like, a long time. (laughs) Wait,
1: wait. In this movie, because I remember, like, Sean Connery being like, I am the last one, but I don't think that ever – he never says that full line. He just goes, I'm the last of the dragons. Like you've killed every does no no he? he does yeah he says it okay because just... Dennis Quaid says something like I'm gonna
0: kill every last one of you or something and he says I am the last oh, one yeah. that was my that was definitely my gateway I've never done I had never done a Sean Connery yes. impression as a kid until
2: that trailer played Relentless. Hey, I'm the last
0: one and then and every kid in my school was like I am the last one
2: <laughs> I also was a early proponent of we called the dog indie yeah. Yeah, that's right. A good line. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. Spot lie, and octopushing. Uh, I do. <laughs>
0: I think around this time was also when I had this theory that I think Dragonheart killed. That every Pete Postlethwaite movie was mm, good, right? Because it seemed like every movie he was popping up in, like every big movie, like he was in. The Usual suspects. He was in Romeo R&J. and Juliet. And then I think, yeah, I think then this yeah. killed it. But he's <laughs> he great. Had a good two movie yeah, run. I, I, I love him. Two
1: movie run it was good.
0: <laughs> oh, and and uh, the same year he was in The Lost World.
1: Yes. Was that a good movie? Mm.
0: I mean, I liked it <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So then what happened?
2: So they're like fighting for a very, very long time. It comes to a stalemate and. Bowen has is in the dragon's mouth with his sword at the roof, and he's gonna stab upwards into his brain, and then the dragon's gonna chomp down and kill him. It's a stalemate. They go through the night, and then eventually the dragon's like, okay, I have a better idea.
1: And I can go three days without sleep. I can go three weeks. Oh, I'll stab you before I knock off. And I'll chomp you. <laughs> My wish. We'll kill each other. What do you suggest?
2: Get out of my mouth and let's talk face to face. Uh, How do I know I can trust you? I give you my work. The word of a dragon. It's worthless. And the next thing that we see is they have sort of partnered up and they are grifting the local rubes. See, I don't remember this at all. The, like, this is yeah. such a great. <laughs> but this is what
1: I love about this movie is that they like team up to like he fake kills the dragon to rid it after it like blows some fire into the town so the locals pay him off to kill the dragon. And he doesn't kill the yeah. dragon. They get away and they get and they share the gold. And that's I I would watch a whole TV series of just that. That's great. That's that's perfect. Yeah. That's such a good pitch for a movie. Well that was that was the pitch.
0: Like I don't know if you guys read up about this, but that was like the germ of the yeah. idea was the screenwriter was like, let's do like a Western like where, you know, where like two con artists go from town to town, but with a dragon it's and a knight. Such a genius knife. idea. And I love it. I I love it too. And I love the scenes where, you know, the 20 minutes of this movie where that it's, happens. Yeah. But it's so little of the movie. I don't understand why that wasn't the movie. Oh, like, God. okay, okay. Here's what the movie should, in in my mind what the movie should have been. And I don't feel bad saying this because from what I've read, like the movie kind of went through a bunch of different hands and got a little distorted oh, from you the can original easily vision. Tell that, yeah. but I don't understand why. Get rid of all the sort of background stuff with Dennis Quaid and the kid and all that. Have the movie start with a dragon attacking a town and a knight coming in, and the knight saves the day and kills the dragon. And then reveal to the audience that the dragon and the knight are friends. And it was a con. Like, it's a scene we've seen in a million yeah. movies, but, like, have it be with a dragon yeah. and a knight. we That's would never great. And then have them was, go from town to town. Yeah. And then just have it be, like, the knight feels, you know, he is he's the Han Solo. Like, he's the, <laughs> the bad boy that doesn't want to stop taking advantage of peasants, but he could be better. And then have the king, like, kidnap the dragon because he has life-saving powers or something like that. And then have the knight be, like, I am better than this. I am going to be, like, a knight again and save the dragon. Like it's such a simple story that's needlessly complicated by a lot of nonsense, and
1: you can tell that like it like it finally finds its feet when they start like grifting these towns together. It becomes funny. It becomes fun. The whole like movie starts flowing, and the scenes beginning with the kid. You're just like this is kind of it's kind of boring, and it seems like ham fisted and shoved in there. And it's the start of the movie. <laughs> like it's, it, it was just <laughs> yeah. so unfortunate that yeah. it, it even looked like the director didn't care about those scenes. Like the camera was kind of like half on people. I don't know. It just like, it, it, oh, it didn't bad. feel right. But then when they started grifting the towns and the music came in, by the way, the music is maybe the best part of this entire movie. Like that yeah, those yeah. those soaring notes and like I remembered the like I remembered the notes that were coming up, like I remembered the song. Well that's
0: probably because that music was used in every trailer yeah. for every movie in the nineties after this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I couldn't I was looking it up to see if there were specifics, if people had kind of cataloged mm-hmm. it and I, I couldn't find it, but for sure this this score was used in a bunch of trailers. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so
1: good. It like it it fills you such like wonder and the feeling of adventure and everything that like a dragon and a night grifting townies would that feeling <laughs> that would give you, but it doesn't. It it feels like it's just so much better than like the trash that was filled in through the parts that they took out of this movie, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: I also I don't know like how quickly they could do this, but it did. Like the movie on its face feels like. It was in development before Jurassic Park, but it feels like coming three years after Jurassic Park and one year after Braveheart. It feels like someone said, "Let's do Braveheart and Jurassic Park <laughs> as one movie." And and those scenes, I can't help but wonder if like they had a more streamlined version and were like, "Well, Braveheart's a thing. Like, let's have it be more of like about this king and this
2: guy and, and rebellion and, and, and yeah, yeah, exactly. But have all
1: the fighting scenes be way less." interesting <laughs> like, was, all those fighting scenes looked like a bunch of extras like running to hug each other it just it just, oh, yeah. just yeah. looked like a fight <laughs> a mini
2: fight at all well i mean they barely pay any sort of attention to that sort of plot like a whole bunch of stuff just sort of gets glossed over in the plot like they meet up with that girl who was almost uh, sexually assaulted by the prince mm-hmm. Um, But then she managed to escape and she's going to uh, reveal them to the townspeople, their grift. So they end up like running away. And then they, for some reason, I can't quite remember, fly to Avalon, which is King Arthur's resting place. And that's where he has this big dark night of the soul sort of moment. And he recites the knight's code and they decide that, yes, they're going to go do this rebellion and fight King Einan and all of that stuff. A knight is sworn to valor. A knight is sworn to valor. His heart knows only virtue. His heart knows only virtue. His blade defends the helpless. His blade defends the helpless. His might upholds the weak. His might upholds the weak. His word speaks only truth. His word speaks only truth. His wrath undoes the wicked. His wrath undoes the wicked.
1: You know what I liked about that scene, though. I, I really because there are, there are some good points in this movie that I don't want to gloss over. And the the good point was like the dragon leaves because he's like Bowen. You said you lived by the old code, but you don't. I'm like fuck you. I'm I'm gone. And he leaves. And then Bowen sees like this glowing statue of King Arthur, and King Arthur starts like reciting the kind of old knight's code, and he recites it back to King Arthur. And then it's revealed that it's just the dragon kind of reciting it to him. And and I thought that was like such a, a beautiful thing that this dragon kind of tricked him into believing again i i I like that Mm.
0: i think there was originally a scene where he actually talked to the ghost of king arthur i'm
1: so glad that's not something
0: (laughs) it is weird we didn't talk about like the fact that bowen (laughs) blames still blames the dragon for the king being bad right and like doesn't realize that like it hasn't been that long, and that dragon had a very specific voice. Like they they cast the guy with the most distinctive voice possible to play the dragon, and he's like telling. Dr- we should say his name's Draco. Draco the dragon is like, oh, this this other dragon, like oh, he, I, that's the guy one I really wanted to kill because he was really bad, and <laughs> not realizing that they're the same. Yeah, even though it's so painfully obvious that they're
1: the same dragon. Well, it's just so. It's absurd. It's it's so weird because he's like. I'm, he must be dead because I've killed every dragon, but you. And He's like, yeah, it must be, <laughs> yeah. and like, there's no, there's no follow-up to that. Like, it's him. I, and it, also, he acts a like crazy. It doesn't occur to him, <laughs> it occur yeah. to him? <laughs> and it, and, and this is where it kind of like becomes the like a very a very uh, kid movie. Because I don't oh. remember it being a kid movie. Like I feel like it wanted to be something that was uh, a little more risque than that. But like the dragon twiddling his thumbs and and like rolling his eyes, being like, I don't know who the dragon. Like that literally happens
2: in this. There's movie. a bunch of kids movie stuff. Yeah, like. There's lines like "everyone's a critic," yeah. and there's also there's a scene where Desquite gets hit in the balls with yes! the uh, rope. Yeah, it's,
0: it's the first scene where he's fighting the dragon. Like they they didn't get like four minutes into a dragon fight where they where before they ran out of ideas and were like, I oh, we better get him. Have him get hit in the balls." I, there's uh, nowhere else I can think of taking this. <laughs> Yeah. And that also, that scene, that was another thing I remember from when we, when, uh, when I first saw it was that scene where the dragon's flying and he's holding on to the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a tra- attached to Draco. And I just remember this, like, even though the special effects, like the, the rendering of the CG dragon is so amazing, that, like, disconnect between, like, the animated dragon flying overhead and Dennis Quaid just, you know, holding this rope like he's in gym class yeah. on what's clearly like a crane on a pickup truck oh. pulling him through the forest. Like it just felt so <laughs> phony despite the fact that that it shouldn't have, because it cost a lot of money and it and, and it did look good when you saw the dragon. It was it's just so weird that they managed to like kind of like have all of these really cool elements in place and then in my opinion, fumbled them.
1: Yeah, they were they were all half baked. You know, like it was like, yeah, it's cool that he's holding on to this dragon, but it will keep him at a constant level from the ground on these hills, over these hills and stuff. <laughs> right. Just yeah. like, but think it through. Like think it through a little bit and you'll have something really special and, and beautiful on your hands. But it it, it definitely felt Everything felt a little really rushed. Goes for
2: good enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, good enough. Let's move on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I did read there was dragon supposed happen. to be like
1: <laughs> there was supposed to be
0: a scene like it, it writes itself. Like there should be a scene where he rides the dragon at some point. That's what I thought you did, and yeah. it, right? It, it never happened because they, you know, they it cost too much money or they didn't have time or something. Mm. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, so then what? Uh, what happens? Okay, I mean, a bunch. They kidnapped the dragon, right?
2: Well, yeah, so the, when the battle happens, Pete Postlesway shoots Einan with an arrow, and this is where they sort of realize that the dragon and Einan are sort of connected, like Elliot and E.T. Mm-hmm. So the dragon sort of falls, and they capture it. And he's hired these five dragon slayers to kill the dragon, but as soon as Einan realizes that, he sort of rushes over and just sort of holds him hostage, and he's going to keep him for all eternity, right? Right, because Einan um,
1: can't die if the dragon is still alive. Like, in order to kill Einan, you need to— Kill the dragon. That's what exactly.
2: But eventually, Bowen sort of goes in to sort of rescue the dragon, and there's a big fight, and they do the swords thing, and David Thulis is very like ah, and he gets uh, <laughs> he gets knocked down, but is he really dead? Yeah. And so, basically, what happens is that Bowen has to kill Draco, and in order to stop the prince. You are the last. My time is over. Strike! You are my friend. Then as my friend, strike, please! I can't. Then I will make
1: you. Fight back, dragon slayer. Defend yourself.
2: move
1: and she dies
2: and so draco like opens up his scales and you know he's like revealing his half heart and bowen has this big ass battle axe and then the prince sort of comes at the last minute and he has the girl hostage and then bowen you know finally does it he's like uh he kills his friend mm-hmm. and the prince dies and that's pretty much the end of the movie except for <laughs> sean connery made this big deal about like Wanting to die but being afraid to die because he sort of fucked up his chance to go to dragon heaven by everything that went wrong with the prince being a dick. So now that he's sort of killed the prince and sort of fixed everything, then he can go to dragon heaven, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the Jellicle ball. (laughs) 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 But for dragons. And that's the movie. (laughs) That's the movie.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a big fireworks display at the end with the with the stars. It's yeah. Oh, and does Bowen like live happily ever after with the only girl in this Is that she kind of just got brought along on the ride? I don't think we, it was established. Yeah, we, we haven't talked much about Dina Meyer who uh poor actress in this yeah. movie. just like everything else in this movie, she's a total afterthought. Like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's no, I think there's supposed to be a romance, but maybe not. I
2: I don't even know. Yeah. Well, they're also supposed, they're also trying to, like, at least sort of suggest that she's a sort of, like, badass, badass Maid Marian type that we got in all, like, the 90s mm-hmm. sort of sword and sandal movies. Not sandals, but whatever they wore in the medieval times. But yeah, then but they, they don't, they yeah, don't they, do anything they, with it. No. They just sort it's, of, like, you know. They kind of teed it up like they were
0: going to, where they're all kind of training to go in battle. But then they still have, like, uh, Dennis Quaid come over and, like, mansplain how to, like, throw an axe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) pretty bad. And (laughs) and
0: all made worse by the fact that he just sounds like a lunatic. He he sounds like a guy doing an impression of, like, Batman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. It's, It's not a good impression. It's not. And she is not... She is an impression of a of a female character. It's it doesn't feel like there. She is, I guess, she's like under threat at times, and that's kind of the only reason she's in this movie. Uh, and she's not even under threat. Like even even in the end, does he like take her hostage or anything? I don't know. It just really... uh, well, it, yeah. He does. It, well, I mean, he does at the end. I he he so. does. Uh, I don't know. It just it mm-hmm. doesn't even matter though, cause, like whatever.
0: Uh. And his motivations are completely non-existent. Like he's just this kind of evil guy for no reason. Like yeah, uh, yeah. And Julie Christie plays the mo- his mother. Oh she's yeah.
1: completely wasted. She is completely you wasted. No
0: legendary actress. That that was the one silver lining of. Uh, away from her. I was like, well, right. at least now she won't remember Dragonheart anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to be right back. Uh we'll talk more about Dragonheart. We'll have trivia after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. It's uh, it's the 1996 Sean Connery, Dennis Quaid dragon movie, and I've got some <laughs> trivia questions for you guys. You guys ready for these? Are
2: these about dragons? They're mostly about... <laughs> <laughs> What's my favorite dragon? We... Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: Do you guys have a favorite dragon like story or movie?
2: <laughs> Other than Puff the Magic Dragon? Which apparently is not about marijuana. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay,
0: I got some trivia questions for you guys. So there are four sequels to this movie. Mm-hmm. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> <What>? Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, saw yeah, I that saw on that. IMDb. It's insane.
0: Because I, I did, like, I was searching to see, like, what streaming services it was on, and, like, I put in Dragonheart, and a 2020 movie came up first. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. One just came up this they made year. it insane. This year. I, I,
1: what was it called?
0: Do you know? The the one that came out this year was called Dragonheart: A New Beginning.
1: Mm, I hope not. I hope <laughs> I hope it just stays dead.
0: Yeah, like they're <laughs> they're five movies in and they're still finding new beginnings. And I, I think Helena
2: <laughs> Bonham Carter is in it. Or she I also saw that in probably. some of them, like Patrick Stewart's in one. And uh, well, ben that was new one of my questions, Rob. You're, oh shit, I'm sorry. Okay. That's all right, Patrick well, Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so uh, let me go through the movies quickly. There's, there's Dragonheart a new beginning is the second one came out in 2000 then after after that movie they took a 15 year break <laughs> oh, and and then in 2015 came uh, Dragonheart 3 the sorcerer's curse ooh Dragonheart Battle for the Heartfire mm. and then uh, and then vengeance came out this year and uh, i think it goes without saying all of these were straight to video these uh, do not know what the equivalent is.
2: Straight to Quibly. Straight, straight to Quibbly. <laughs> Catch the,
1: Dragonheart heartburn coming out this fast. God damn it. They,
0: they, no. <laughs> they, all the dragons are now getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld in a in a vintage automobile. Okay, so uh, Sean Connery is a is a legit knight, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sir Sean Cun- You mentioned Patrick Stewart's in one, so that kind of blows it. But I was going to say name the the two other knights who do dragon voices in in the franchise. So one one was Patrick Stewart, but there's one other knight who does a voice. Anthony Kingsley. Hopkins? It is Kingsley. Oh. I, I said Kingsley. You didn't hear me though, I guess. It's okay. Yeah, no, I, was- I did. Yeah. I was pointing to you. Okay. You can't tell cuz I <laughs> pointing at the laptop. Yeah, Sir Ben Kingsley's a uh, voice in one of them. Oh, nice! Wow,
2: what a pedigree!
0: <laughs> and then my next question is: Which Star Trek: The Next Generation actor did the studio originally want for the voice of Draco in this movie? Ooh! Ooh. Which Star Trek: The Next Generation actor? Wait, are they like the a main,
1: mainstay of the of the main cast? Mostly.
0: <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> kind of. Um, it's, it's not Patrick Stewart. I'll tell you that. I was hoping you would fall into that trap and say Patrick Stewart, but it's it's not him.
2: Patrick Stewart. Yes, he got you. No, got him.
0: No, it's not Patrick Stewart. But it's it's not it's not a regular cast member. But it's a returning cast member. Someone who's in multiple episodes. Hmm. And there are no prizes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> John Delancey.
0: That's a good guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have guessed Q too.
0: Oh no! no it's the studio wanted Whoopi
1: Goldberg. Whoa! Really? Yes. Whoopi really? Goldberg. That yeah. was like that was my first guess, but I was like, nah, because they were they they'd be Is she gonna sexist be a sassy in the nineties. No, that's great. I would have Whoopi would have been good. I feel. And they
0: were also they were going to originally have two dragons, and the other one was going to be voiced by Megan McCain, and the two dragons would just argue <laughs> for the whole movie.
2: Just around and a then the one fire. One dragon would talk about her dad, who was a real yeah. hero, all the time.
1: <laughs> you know, my dad was Draco, right? Draco the dragon. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah, we know he was the last one. Hey, hey, this is my question: If Draco was the last one, how are there five other? How are there five movies? I'm glad you asked that question.
0: <laughs> In the first sequel, Dragon Heart: A New Beginning, I think it's like. They have like a guy playing like an old Dennis Quaid, so they they do kind of connect it to that movie. And it's yeah, I think they find and they it's find so an egg in his cave. So mm. so Sean Connery birthed an egg off screen some point at some oh, point in this movie. A, Whoa, yeah, that's cool. So his dragons egg, know no gender. That's
1: great. I'm a mama. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I love it.
0: It's because dragon DNA was uh, spliced with <laughs> West African frog DNA, and they. <laughs> Can switch sexes and single sex environment. Nice. And then the next one, because uh, I think that dragon dies or something. But yeah. then in the next one, it's like <laughs> it's like a meteor crashes to Earth. Oh,
1: no,
2: no. <laughs>
0: There's dragon eggs inside the meteor or something. Oh
2: yeah, that's how they get here. That's, what That's they, scientifically proven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The <laughs> dragon uh, eggs. NASA's all about dragon eggs.
1: I love that I mean, I'm making fun of that. They're fucking dragons. They could come from... I don't know. They're, <laughs> they're made up. I'm like, oh, dragons come from... What are they, aliens? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't they be, Blaine?
0: You're soiling the integrity of the <laughs> dragon <laughs> mythology. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I, I, I mean, I don't exactly know, but I, you know, I, I read... I kind of skimmed the synopses of most of these, so I, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Okay, last question. The director of this movie, Rob Cohen, mm. had another movie come out in 1996, I think because the, the sort of post-production of this movie took so long that he made another whole movie in the interim. <laughs> Can you name that movie, the other Rob Cohen movie that, that came out in theaters yeah. back in 96?
2: Is that like... Um, is it Fast and Furious?
0: No, no.
2: Dragon Bruce Lee story?
0: No, he he done that earlier. It <laughs> is interesting though that this <laughs> it's such unimaginative studio thinking where they were like, well, we just worked with this <laughs> other guy and Dragon was in the title, so we should just <laughs> hire him.
1: <laughs> what what was the movie?
0: It was the movie Daylight with Sylvester Stallone.
2: Oh yeah, I like that
1: movie. Oh, I've never seen. I, I I can't even remember that movie at all That's it's the one where
0: they're like stuck in the uh the tunnel in the tunnel yeah okay all right
2: yeah I kind of like
0: that. yeah me too one of the screenwriters of the movie I guess he's just he just gets a story credit or something in the end but uh he was supposed to direct it originally Patrick Reed Johnson mm. and he was kind of squeezed out by the studio because he'd only uh. made one movie before he made that movie Spaced Invaders do you remember that?
2: No. no what's that?
0: Uh, Spaced invaders? I, I don't even remember. I, I remember the video cassette cover, well, but I don't think yeah. I ever saw it. But then he also uh, he got squeezed out of this, even though he like he did a lot of work on it. He uh, was working with the Henson company developing before before they realized they could do it with computers, they were you know trying to figure out puppetry and, and stuff like that, and he, he was going to do it with Liam Neeson. Oh. Uh, that would and, be great. Yeah, and the studio didn't think Liam Neeson was <laughs> would be a good action star.
2: <laughs> so
0: they didn't want that. And apparently he shot he went and shot some test footage, I guess with the puppet they created with Clive Owen, who was was not a famous Ooh. actor at the time uh, to fill in for Liam Neeson. Nice. So uh, and and that guy Patrick Reed Johnson went on to direct Baby's Day Out. Classic. Uh, and and Angus, if you oh, remember that Oh, movie. okay. Yeah. So he, he did some stuff. Yeah. yeah. He paid uh, for his
2: house.
1: He got a house out of it. It's nice.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he did a lot of stuff. He's, yeah, yeah he's, he's still a lot. he did an episode of Dinosaurs. Um,
1: oh, yeah.
0: He directed a movie that came out a few years ago called 77. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It was about, like, a Star Wars fan film Cool. Starred the hmm. kid from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of your trivia? That's the end of the trivia. Okay. Yeah. There. I did look up to see if there were, like, any toys for this. Oh, right. And yeah, uh, I like looking up the toys. To, uh, there, there were uh, toys. They did not look anything like the actors. Because <laughs> they, they were
1: just made from different molds for another movie. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. so cheap and they
0: they had like other dragons also despite the fact that this movie was very clearly sold on the idea of him being the last dragon there were they other were just dragon toys dragon carcasses that you could buy yeah. <laughs> but i couldn't find any commercials
1: or anything cuz uh,
0: i don't think anyone yeah. cared i mean this movie was a hit but oh, i think man. it was like a modest hit
1: I would have loved to see a commercial where the kid was like,
0: I'm Bowen!
1: Like, trying to do the voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> Bowen! No, yeah. I'm, I'm Bowen! <laughs> yeah. I just went through puberty. I'm Bowen! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I guess this movie does have, like, a fan base, because there's, like we said, the whole straight-to-video sequel thing, like, kept going. And uh, I did, like, just from Googling this movie, I found one guy had a, a petition... <laughs> asking Universal to remake the movie using that guy's, like, original script, like his original vision for the I'm movie. I'm with them. I want it.
1: that have been
0: great. And, and, you know, at first I rolled my eyes because, you know, it's the whole, like, remake Star Wars, remake Game of Thrones thing. But then <laughs> I was like, you know, they're, just, they're making, like, five, five of these goddamn <laughs> things anyway. Like, throw this guy a bone and make one of these straight-to-video movies of a new version of the mm-hmm. first story. Why not? Yeah, no one's going to see it. (laughs) Call it like Dragonheart Reborn or something. Well, you laugh, but uh, (laughs) at the rate we're at, Dragonheart Vengeance may be a top contender at the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We'll all Uh, remember where we were when they accidentally read uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, but it was actually (laughs) Dragonheart Vengeance (laughs) that won the Oscar. (laughs) Well, what what do you guys... We didn't love it going in. Sounds like we didn't love it coming out of this watch. What about you, Rob? Did you think it was
2: rewatchable? No, not really. There's a bunch of stuff that just, it feels really lazy. And it's so, it, I found myself checking out. And, you know, also, like, I, you know, while I was doing research, I found out that uh, the director, Rob Cohen, was uh Me oh, really? last year. Oh, really? Yeah. And, like, it's pretty, it's pretty bad stuff. So... <sighs> After I read about that I basically couldn't pay attention to the movie anymore. Uh, yeah. And uh you know, I, I, I didn't really wasn't really enjoying it anyway. There was parts of it that I thought were okay, but it's a pretty good idea that was sort of like dumbed down for kids. So it doesn't really it doesn't really do anything anymore for me. Like, I saw all the elements and recognized them from better movies, like Star Wars. Like, so much of Bowen is basically Han Solo meets Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I just really felt like, uh, you know, I could just not watch this movie again. Yeah, fair
1: enough, Rob. I'm kind of with you on that. I, I do want to see the, the original script. Like, I want to read that. I... I think that's such a genius idea of a knight and a dragon grifting people, Old West style. And uh, the studio just coming in, messing that up kind of irks me because then we got fucking Dragonheart where all the pieces don't come together. The, I mean, it's so bad with its female characters. They're uh, hardly an afterthought. And the, the CG just doesn't stand up. The dragon around the campfire <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, it seem... looks like
2: a a PlayStation Two cutscene. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and and you have these other movies like you mentioned, JM, like Jurassic Park and T two coming out before this, where. They they did better fire effects on like a metal man than like this and so it maybe that's easier. I I
2: don't know from effects, but uh I think this was the first CG letdown. Like we were right. so like built up with Terminator and then Jurassic Park and then yeah. like yeah, this should have been like the next level. Everything should have gotten better and better, but uh it didn't. I think it was
0: pretty good. I think it still looks pretty good. I I would say yeah. the problems with this movie were not the special effects.
1: No, no, but sometimes you watch special effects from like a 90s movie and you're like, yeah, that's 90s special effects. And sometimes you watch it and you're like, wow, they put a lot of energy and time and money into that and it looks really good like it transcends the age in which it was born and this does not. This is this is very much a time capsule of when it was <laughs> when it was made. In a lot of ways it sounds like. So, I am not probably going to watch this again. I Love this movie for giving us the line "I am the last one," but that's that's kind of where it stops for me. But doesn't Daniel Day Lewis also say that in Last of the Mohicans? <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think of if like Sean Connery said that in Highlander at all because oh, yeah. well, he wasn't the
2: last Highlander. No, he wasn't.
1: Anyway, that's that's all I got to say about that movie. There's some there's some good stuff in it. I just wish it was more of the good stuff. What about you, JM?
0: I hated this movie before. I really disliked it now. <laughs> I, did, I don't. Oh, you you moved up. Yeah. Well, I think I did in Higher the sense esteem. that, like, what we were talking about with that kind of core premise of, like, this buddy picture between a knight and a dragon, like, going from town to town and conning people, oh. I actually really like. So. I am going to say it's not rewatchable, but let's support this random dude's petition. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. It's on com, mm. And he says, Universal Pictures, hashtag remake Dragonheart with Patrick Reed Johnson as director. That's the guy who was forced out. He has 67 supporters. His goal is only 100.
2: 70 now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So if we get 30 more people. To help us out here, we can. Because I looked up that Rob Cohen guy after you talked about that. Yeah, that's fucked up. That guy's a piece of yeah, shit. He's a,
2: he's a fucker. And, like
0: I don't want to get into the details of the allegations because they're awful. But also, <laughs> he he hired Bill Cosby's lawyer, which is never
1: a great sign. <laughs> if uh, you're a suspect, don't make yourself more yeah. suspect. <laughs> like what? <laughs>
2: that's a stupid. Who's representing Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> well, also his his lawyer, the get Bill me Trump's Cos- lawyers
0: Bill Cosby's lawyer, Jeez. I guess, has the last name Singer. So I was just skimming it, and it says like Ooh. says Singer. I was like, Is Brian Singer his lawyer? Because <laughs> somehow that's involved bad in this. too.
2: From <laughs> <laughs> in the firm of Spacey Singer and Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got to change the name just of our firm. Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I say make one of these straight to video movies. Uh, that guy's original script. I think that'd be good. I think there is a good movie in here, but you know this how, is not it. Yeah,
1: they're they're doing a bunch of those readings, right? Like of like other scripts, like that alternate <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars script. Do a
2: alternate. Uh, you think we dragon. can get Sean Connery in for a reading? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, fuck
0: it, Liam Neeson and Whoopi. That's yep. who we need.
1: <laughs> oh man, they do it. They do it because they care.
0: It's got a petition going, I'm just saying. No, all it's right. bad. And also, yeah, you know, the moment where I was like, where I really realized this movie was bad, we didn't talk about, is in the flashback at the beginning. You know, it flashes forward to the present, but it's like three years later. So all the actors are just played by like, it's 12 <laughs> years, but the actors are like three years older than the other actors. So they just have the same hair. Like
1: yeah. the
0: actress who plays Dina Meyer, it's... Probably around the same age, but they just both have red hair. And David Thewlis has this goofy haircut, this kind of Prince Valiant yeah. haircut. So he's supposed to be you know, the same yeah. guy, even though they don't have the same face at all. Uh, it's bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> it's just, just uh, yeah, make this, make this thing. Make that the next straight-to-video thing. We fixed it.
1: I mean, <laughs> everything is straight-to-video right now. Yeah,
0: so. or or yeah, like we said, do a do a Zoom thing with uh, Liam Neeson and Whoopi Goldberg, and who would you cast in the other parts? Who would you cast as? Well, it says here he originally wanted Kenneth Branagh as Einan, and Elizabeth Hurley he's a, he's as, a good uh, too. as the Kara.
1: Liz Hurley, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that casting. I would do that casting now. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> Elizabeth <I'm>... Hurley. <laughs> what I don't know, I haven't seen her in a long while. I want to see her. I want to see how she's doing? Yeah. Make it
0: happen. Well, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Uh, As (laughs) always, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Rewatchability, Facebook.com slash Rewatchability. You can like and subscribe us on whatever podcast app you're listening to on. And uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Rewatchability. Uh, We're going to be doing that commentary soon, so look out for that.
1: This isn't the last one.